Welcome back, everybody, to episode four of Monday Night Tabletop. This time, once again, into the world of paranoia and occult madness. At the Mountains of Madness, we are Delta Green. All right, and tonight we are joined again by Agents Nuke and Agents Nimrod. Ben and Tristan, respectively. Hello. It's cold in Antarctica. Yes, it is. Very cold in Antarctica. Yes. Uh, Tonight, uh, Kelsey could not join us. She had work obligations. But tonight, joining us is another agent from Incel. Seth, why don't you introduce yourself? I don't exist. (laughs) <laughs> he doesn't exist, ladies and gentlemen. He doesn't exist. Alrighty, so continuing from where we left off last time, we uh Alright, so continuing from last time, from episode three, the agents of Incel, uh the agents of Incel had just escaped or just left Clyde Bauman's apartment at Sunnyview Assisted Living Apartments. Uh, they had found some clues in an office and a note, a confession letter, uh, giving, uh, letting them know that Clyde had set the information to lead them on the path to his greatest failure. And we were going to read through the rest of the dossier once we reached the car. Ooh, yes. And you're going to read the dossiers when you got to the car. All right. So when you guys get outside and get to the parking lot there's a very cold air and colder than normal and kind of throws you off and that's when you see a black four-door sedan with no license plates pull up in the parking lot couldn't reach for my gun and not pull it out (laughs) the door opens up and you see agent xerox this time in in a black business suit step out of the car adjust his glasses, come around to the other side and open up the passenger side door, rear passenger side door. He says, agents, there's been a situation. What kind of situation? Agent Nike, I need you to come with me. The two of you, you're being supplanted by another agent and I'm going to reveal to him to you now. And he motions for the gentleman in the back of the car. So you say supplanted, this means we go home? Means we are being replaced, yes? No, not you. Just Agent Nike. We need her for something else. We're pulling her out and replacing her for the time being. I'll sweat out my back. It's not usual. Agent Nike seems a bit nervous and nods and goes up to the car. And that's when a gentleman steps out of the car. Seth, take it away. <coughs> so I just stepped out of the car, right? Mm-hmm. Janaki face things. Yeah, I'm taking notes. Um, all right. Going to be a little, um, you know, Heavy on the detail here. What side did I step out on? The right or the left? The passenger rear side door. Rear side? What's rear side? Because the, the back back door on the passenger side. So the rear... Right. Okay. Oh, my mistake. Never mind. Okay. I get what you're saying. Sorry. Sorry about that. They're closest to that side, yes? Mm-hmm. I'm just going to step out, take a quick glance around, but look at them and just give a small but you know noticeable nod and just say, gentlemen. Why don't you uh, describe your character? Who do uh, they see? So this guy is about roughly 6'1". I'd say it's I'd say it's a little leeway there. 
He looks vaguely Hispanic. I would say maybe, you know, he's clearly not entirely, but he's got the, he has a sort of Hispanic look to him, I guess. That's the best way I could describe it. Uh, His hair is cut very short. I would say it's basically a buzz cut. Dark brown hair. Dark brownish, almost kind of like amberish color eyes, I guess. Got a very noticeable, but mostly healed what looks like a burn scar on the right side of his face. And he's, he's pretty well built. I mean, he noticeably built even underneath the rather, you know, thick padding of the jacket. Uh, Mute's gonna pull out a cigarette, light it, and then offer one to the newcomer. I don't smoke. Just shrugs and puts it back in his body. Salute your sale. <laughs> More for us. Xerox looks over to you. Agent Nova, this is Agent Nuke, and Agent Nimrod, respectively. Pointing to Ben and then Tristan's character. I imagine I let out a small chuckle under my breath after I hear Nimrod. Yeah, yuck it up. (laughs) All right. He knows the basics of this operation. Fill him in on the details. Remember, I'll meet you at the postal office in 48 hours. Agent Nike, Agent Xerox, opens up the door and has her come inside. Close the door. I will see you gentlemen later. We'll see you after one (laughs) fight. Agent Xerox actually stops and pauses for a second, looks at you, and raises his index finger, and then just closes it and just shakes his head and gets back in the car and drives off. And what'd you tell him that for? We have to tell eventually. <laughs> well, let's tell him later. It's more fun if you have more people. Now, <laughs> <clears throat> he doesn't look like the kind to attend a bonfire, to be honest with you. All right, so uh, Agent, uh, Agent Nova, you know the basics, you want the specifics, so... Uh, since we know next to nothing, what exactly are the basics? What do you know? We know basics. Basics is men die, we come, take things. Anything related to organization we take. However, we have run into problems. That being? Decided to leave them somewhere else. Independently, we have to clean up his mess. He leave us not. He's stupid, I know. <laughs> so I assume then you already searched his residence. Very thoroughly. We went and checked every picture, didn't we? What did, what did the notes say? <laughs> I didn't write down the entire note. Sorry. Right. <laughs> I'll so, give the gist. <laughs> so, Michelle, uh, I think he wants us to clean up uh, some vengeful ghosts from his past that he left out in that cabin. And I don't know, my gut's telling me maybe he left us a little bit more than paperwork to torch. And stupid. Wow. <laughs> stupid decided to leave. Haunted cabin is in will for children. We have 48 hours before child shows up and gets murdered by whatever is in cabin. We know where this cabin is then? Mm, yes. Digging through the papers that we pulled out. We also have dossier to read. Anyway. <laughs> so do we know where this child you're talking about is too? There's two of them. They're on route. They're going to be here in a couple of days, which is exactly how much time we had to get to the post office. I say child is not child. It's full grown adult. <laughs> so if I'm interpreting what you're saying correctly, we need to intercept these children before they get to this cabin. No, we need to get to the cabin before the children can get there. And burn it to ground. Oh, never mind then. Asset denial. All right then, let's get to this cabin. Any luck, the kids will never know we exist. Very true. Hopefully. All right, well. Now we read dossier. All right then. Let's have the dossier. All right, the dossier of Clive Bowman. Date of birth, March 28th, 1925. Wasn't this Marlene's that we had? Family, 
Wife, Marlene, August 20th, 1948 to November 2nd, 2017. Daughter, Carol, born September 12th, 1987. Son, Ben, April 28th, 1990. Occupation, Bureau of Internal Revenue, later IRS. 6-11-1955 to August 1st, 1999. Retired as Assistant Deputy Commissioner for Operational Support. Affiliation. Active with group from 1940 to 1972. Taking part in 11 operations. Details unavailable. Numerous consultations with a specialty in taxation and property confiscations. No current association with group. Those tax me. He has very little to work on. What does dossier on others read? Well, it reads like one hell of a resume, but I don't understand what it's got to do with us getting out to the cabin. I said we stop at the speedway and pick up uh, a couple of cans of motor oil, make the job quick and easy. Motor oil, vodka, whichever comes first. <coughs> Last time, they're not going to sell vodka at a gas station. Maybe we stop at liquor store instead. You're not thinking of this. Why would you stop at a liquor store to buy alcohol you're just going to set fire to a cabin with? Because we cannot also get alcohol to drink. How about we just get drunk on the way back, like we promised the man? Yeah, not fun. Oh, no, no, fun is for afterwards. I want to get this over with. <laughs> Look, it's cold, it's late. Let's go set us a little, a little bonfire. He's early. Yeah, okay, it's late for me. I haven't been to bed since last, since the night before. Yeah, by the way, Seth, it's like 3.15 in the morning right now. In the setting, obviously. Yeah. yeah. It's in 2019. So how about we'll get this over with quick, then we'll get plastered. You can do whatever. I'm going to head into town, get a cheap hotel room, and catch up on some sleep. But again, I'll give you the room first. He's... Good way. All right, so the agents are going to head to the cab? Yep. <laughs> yeah. So you guys begin heading to the cars. Nova does not have a car. Yeah. No. Who are you riding? I'm just going to glance between the two of them and almost instantly and without hesitation choose the non-Belarusian character. <laughs> hmm, you drive alone, Rusky. Yeah, he's better for me. <laughs> Taking a swig out of his flask as he sound like it's better for you too, Nova. <laughs> so, just one, just one, uh, one thing. Do not touch my stereo. And I hope you like Nani's alternative. I just look over at him. Okay. Clyde Bowman's cabin is just a few hours away from the apartment by car. It's not difficult to reach. The last few miles are off of the main road, and by the looks of it, would be dangerous in poor weather. You guys pull up to a gate in the middle of the woods. So um, it's unlocked, but latched. I'm gonna stop my car, slowly get out. First Do the same. Um, <clears throat> also, I'm gonna take a good look around, make sure we're still alone out there. So you want to use an alertness roll? Go ahead and roll for that. Seven and ten. Okay, so seventy. So what's your uh, what's your alertness percentile? Would that be intelligence? No, it's under your skills. Alertness is the second one. Oh, okay. Twenty percent. Twenty percent. So you don't really seem to notice anything amiss. It's really dark and foggy at this point. Morning dew build up. The light illuminates past the fence, and there's a long kind of dirt road leading up a hill, surrounded by trees on all sides. Towards the top of the hill, you see the cabin and a shed. I just glance around while sitting in my car. <laughs> you want to roll alertness? Sure. That's a failure. 
So that's a nine. Uh, yeah, 96. You see very much the same thing. A lot of fog, morning dew, darkness, the same path, and the cabin and the shed up on the top. If you haven't been drinking all night. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, I would like to unholster my, what, what did I find back there? You found a browning hide. I want to unholster my browning as I approach the gate. I'm going to do the same thing with my P226. Right. So I'll get out and pull out my 1911. <laughs> so the three agents approach the gate, guns unholstered to the gate. It's just a little clip-on gate. It's about eight foot high, and it's just clipped with a little latch. But it's a wide gate, so if you pull it out, there'd be enough room for your cars to get through. He's too easy. There's a long fence perimeter that goes around the property. You know, you, not such a large fence. They really didn't do a hell of a job at the gate. And this is fairly early morning, yes? It At this point, it's about, I would say, five in the morning. Okay, so are we talking like sun's crest in the horizon, or are we still like... No, it's still dark. Okay, and I'm, assuming, it's, I'm assuming in keeping with the usual morning weather, it's very misty out right now, like morning dew everywhere. Yes. How high is the fence? Eight foot. So <clears throat> let me see. They put up a pretty tall, elaborate fence with with a really shitty gate. Were they really trying to keep anybody out or maybe in? I see too easy. There's probably traps. I'm well, assuming you want you want to take point. Was there only we're the only vehicle that's out here, right? There was nothing parked here. Two here. <laughs> no. Okay. And I take it there's no lights coming from anywhere right now. No, not at all. All right, then. Mm -hmm. uh, so we're now, again, sorry if I'm asking too many questions. Do we see the cabin in front of us? The top of the hill. Top yep. Of the top of the hill. And we're facing the, the front part of it, yes? Yes. Okay. So I'm just going to quietly just gesture for us to move closer. I'm just not going to, not even really going to say anything yet. We'll let him take point. Easy. Okay. I've known him less. So, yeah, sure. I'm going. Congratulations, Nova. You are on point. <laughs> I don't respond. Just move forward. All right. So you unlock, you unlatch it and head forward. Yeah. All righty. So Nova, with a creak, the gate opens up and you guys proceed on foot for about 300 feet. Or not 300 feet. I'm, ta I'm talking 40, 50 yards up the hill towards the cabin. When you guys get there, it's a faux log cabin exterior with a chimney. And there's a local power grid that's connected to the power to the uh, the shed. And you also can see that there's a well. I take it this is this this cabin is just a single story cabin, right? Yes. Within with a overhanged deck. I'm gonna turn to the to agent nuke and I'm gonna look at him and I'm gonna be like, hey, you, slop. Ah. You'll take the left side. And you Whatever you are, go on the right side. The hell you mean whatever I am? Just go on the right side. He's Nimrod. <laughs> hey. Uh, fine. You know what? Tell me you guys. I'll go through the front. So you're going to go through the front? Mm -hmm. I think we should wait before opening door. And I have key. <laughs> also, if we're going to be opening any doors around here, shouldn't we be sticking together? Yes, I say we try to get you in through a window. See what's going on before we actually make entry. So then you two will go to the windows on the side and tell me if it's clear. Give me the key. Give me the key. Yeah. Hey, fuck. <laughs> Come on. All right. So you obtain the key 
Agent No. All right. I peer through the window. What side of the house are we in? Front, uh, front facing. As we're about to split, Nova. <laughs> so, could you describe that action for our listeners? <laughs> yeah. Everybody, wait, jump the night. Basically, it's what you do when you think someone's um, a jerk off. <laughs> okay, I think they get the big shit. Everybody have fun Alright, so I'm gonna take a look in the window and see what I can see. It's frosted over. Fuck. I'm gonna have the Belarusian breathe on it until that goes away. <laughs> um, you know what I'm gonna do to clear off the put window that, actually? Can put that vodka brand yeah. good use. Melt that damn. He's thing. going to. He's gonna take out his flask on his side, dump it over a little bit to use it as kind of a makeshift antifreeze okay. to melt some of the frost off. And it actually works. And looking in through the window, do you see a place that looks like it hasn't seen visitors in a long time? You can actually see a cobweb visible with the light shining through in the corner. It's dusty and dark in there. Any sign of anything being disturbed? None whatsoever. Okay, so who brought the flashlight? I think we all have flashlights. I would assume. Yes, okay. you all have our standard kit. I want to shine my flashlight in the window. So we can get that little. So while I'm looking in, I I'm see a beam. I'm looking for any kind of movement. Well, you went to the right side. No, so you're in a different window. You're at the front facing window. You want that both? I thought I went to the right side. There are two. Looking. There are two windows. Did you move over to the window that he antifreezed? Yes. Okay. Sure. Okay. So you shine your light through. And looking in, you see it's fairly common log cabin furniture and decor. You know, there's a few mounted deer, a few animals. There's an old green sofa. There's a nice looking rug in there, wooden floors, old lamps that are sitting on end tables, coffee table. Standard affair. Yeah, standard affair. You don't really notice anything out of place. No movement of any kind in the house? You do notice something. There's a footlocker in the corner of the room. It reminds you of the footlocker back in the apartment. (laughs) I tell Agent Nova, coast is clear, but I don't mention the footlocker. All right. Open door. Uh, all right, I, I'm going to open the door front to this. All right, using this, the same key that was used to open the apartment, it unlocks and the door creaks open. Or using the cabin key, my apologies. Sorry. Uh, I'm mixing up information from here and there. <laughs> my apologies. Creaks open. And it's cold. Is there a light switch? Yeah, uh, on the left hand side as you open up, there's a light switch. Why the hell would it be colder in this cabin? So we have effectively discerned that no one is in here, yes? As far as you know, there's no one inside. I'm going to flip on the lights and gesture for both of them. You hit the light switch, and a single lone Edison bulb lights up from from a line that's hanging from the ceiling. There's no uh, gussied up light fixture. It's just a simple bulb on a wire and it sparsely lights up the room. Now you said this place obviously hasn't se- looks like it hasn't seen, you know, human traffic in a while. Yeah, you guys can see a lot of cobwebs. Uh, does everything look like it's in place or do things look like they've been tossed around? Everything looks untouched. Okay then. And Nuke starts muttering in Russian as he's walk stepping in to the building. Wouldn't that be Belarusian? I think they speak Russian in Belarus, don't they? 
pretty sure they speak Belarusian. It would be Belarusian. <laughs> Belarusian. Somebody want to explain to me how the hell it's colder inside the cabin than it is outside where most of the heat would be escaping to? It doesn't make any damn sense. I don't have an answer for you. All right, I guess now we can split up, though. I'm, I walk back towards the footlocker. So you come up to the footlocker. You see a metal footlocker, like something that would have been used in closer inspection. The footlocker is not the same advanced key code footlocker that was in Bowman's apartment. Instead, it is a simple Vietnam era with a similar profile. Vietnam era metal footlocker uh, in the corner of the room. It, there's no lock. Okay, I open it up. All right. All right, so when you open it up, you see reel-to-reel -reel tapes labeled with FBI evidence tags. Dated 15 of August 72 to 29 of September or 72, 21 hours total. Uh, you also see a small cardboard box, and there's a uh, there's a copy of a of a doctoral dissertation, Sky Devils: Archetypical Figures in Native American Mythology by Karen Barr. Hmm. Okay, I take the dissertation. Okay, so you take the Sky Devils dissertation. Add that to your inventory. Hmm. Where the hell would this go? Throw it under armor and gear. Give somebody else a turn, or do I want to keep rifling through that? It's your call. Okay. I open up the I open up the cardboard box inside the footlocker. You you find a neatly folded but very bloody suit. Christ on a fucking crutch. Do you lift up the suit? Like when you're inspecting it? Carefully. You notice underneath that there are three tear gas grenades. I'm adding three tear gas grenades to my inventory. Alrighty. I decide to leave the reels there for now. Close the footlocker. Hey, you guys find anything? I'm, can I search around a bit, I guess? Yeah, you want to roll for a search? Yeah. Search... 66. My uh, search is 80%. Alright, so you don't seem to find anything particularly special on a cursory glance. You do, however, see... You know those little uh, post-it boards? A bulletin board? Yeah, a little bulletin board. You do see a paper that has a green triangle, or a triangle stamped in green on it, but the all of the lettering, it looks like a letter, has been covered in the whiteout. I'm going to take that link. You cannot discern what was originally on it. It's been basically soaked in whiteout, except for the uh, the uh, stamp. Well, something for the burn books. Hmm. That's good there. Uh, so there's a chimney, right? Yes. It has no one searched that yet. Yes. No. Uh, I'm going to walk up to the chimney and just like kind of feel around underneath it, maybe even look up it to see if there's anything I can see. It's fairly dirty, but you don't see anything special about it. You see a lot of burnt documents in the fireplace itself, though. I take it they're terribly burnt to the point of yeah, unlegibility. You can't tell nothing. Most of it's ash. I it's imagine then, that since I imagine they were burnt many years ago. Yeah. If you attempt to touch any of them, they just crumble. You do notice something, Agent Nuke. There's plumbing pipes for the, for the cabin's plumbing. But you notice that none of them lead to a septic tank. They've all looked like they've been disconnected. You mean they're not connected to anything? Yes, at this tank. point. It's like, you said septic tank, I'm like, so there's no shitter? <laughs> um, I'm gonna go walk up to him. I'm gonna 
tap on one. See if it, uh, is there anything special about when I tap? Just the, the, the sound of the taps. I'm gonna pull on it. You're gonna pull on it? With some effort, it disconnects. You just have a metal pipe. There's something weird about these pipes. Don't bring the pipes to me. They are not connected to anything. Why are they here? Good question. Guess I really don't care enough. Or we're just having to set the place on fire anyway, aren't we? I mean, there's other rooms we can search, right? Yes. Of course. I say we... Okay, I'm going to say we fan out and just search the other rooms then. All right, then. How many rooms are you talking about? Maybe four. The main room, a bedroom, a guest bedroom, a kitchenette, and a bathroom. Okay. I want to check out the bedroom. Master bedroom. All right. You go to the bedroom, and the room is carpeted. There's a, there's a painting on the wall. It's a green field with an orange sky. There's no sun in the sky, though. And there's no trees. Very minimalistic. You get a kind of uneasy feeling from it. The bed has some really old comforters on it. There is a chest at the foot of the bed, a wooden chest. And there is on the left side, on the right, on the right wall, right hand wall is the painting. On the left hand wall is a map of the world. And there's little red thumbtacks in certain places. There's one in New Orleans, or roughly where New Orleans would be in the United States. There's one in Brazil, one in Germany, one in where Moscow would be on the map. Can you go over these locations one more time? Sure. There's one th a red thumbtack in the United States, and it's at New and it's placed where New Orleans is. There's one red thumbtack in South America, seemingly in the middle of Argentina. There's another red thumbtack in Germany, but you're, it's not where you would know any city in Germany. There's one directly on Moscow, and there's one on Okinawa. All right, then. I'm going to proceed to open up the chest for the bed. You open up the chest and find an old pump-action shotgun. And what conditions are now? It's a little rusted. Anyhow, there's two boxes of buckshot. I'm gonna take them both. All right. So under weapons, first put in the Browning, and the damage on that is one d10. And then for the shotgun pump action, you'll put two d10, and then give it a, a, a slash two d6 slash one d6. That's based on the range. Close is 2d10, medium range 2d6, long range 1d6. So that's damage, medium range, mm -hmm. long range. Mm -hmm. Okay. Close, medium, and long. All right. Shotgun. Two boxes of ammo, you said. Mm hmm. Anything else in the chest? Nothing. There's a letter. I'm going to uh, take the letter out mm -hmm. and uh, read it. You cannot read what is written. It is scrawled over and over. It looks like someone was writing a letter and then decided to write letters on top of letters over and over and over again. Guess my better judgment would have pocketed that letter. All right, you pocket, you pocket the strange ramblings. Look back in the chest to see if there's anything I missed. And I feel around for secret compartments. In the bottom corner, while looking around for the secret compartments, you find dog tags. I read the dog tags. They're Clyde's. Circa 
the 70s. I decided to put them back. All right. I respectfully did. All right. So now I am going to inspect behind the painting. You want to inspect the painting? I will inspect the painting. While it leaves you uneasy, there's nothing particularly out of place with it. Okay. The fact that it lacks a sun and how minimalistic it is and just seemingly out of place it is with the rest of the cabin kind of throws you off. I check behind the painting. Nothing there. All right. I run my hands along the surface of the painting, see if I can feel anything buried underneath the canvas. All right. I check underneath the bed. You check underneath the bed. You see a box of 45 ammo. All right. Got a box of 45 ammo. All right. We're going to jump over to Nova. Agent Nova, what are you doing? Uh, what, so what rooms have not been searched? So you saw Nimrod go into the bedroom, the master bedroom. There's the main room, an open passageway into a kitchenette, you can tell, another closed door, and a bathroom. I'll check the bathroom. All right, you go into the bathroom. It's got old stained tiling, uh, you know, the little square tiles. Mm -hmm. those and the floor itself is tiled the sink has this nasty brown stain and you can't tell what it is are there any cabinets like medicine cabinets or anything oh yeah there's one with a mirror uh, directly will, on top of the sink i will open the cabinet you find several bottles of xanax <laughs> that's with it two vials of insulin very cloudy material inside you find two classic style orange tipped syringes and a box of band-aids can i deduce that someone was doing drugs here because i feel like that's where this is going <laughs> the xanax might throw you off a little bit but with the syringes and the bottles of what has to be expired insulin it looks pretty standard someone had a serious xanax prescription though mm. But there's nothing here that really seems to be pertinent to our investigation. Do you look into the bathtub? You know what? I'll do that. There is dried blood all over the bathtub. The curtains have a large black stain on them. It's actually pretty nasty. As a matter of fact, you uh, roll for sanity. Okay, then. Roll for sanity for me because I don't have any dice. You rolled a 62 and you passed your sanity roll. Wonderful. So you lose zero sanity. You manage to deal with what you see, which is a fuck ton of dried gore. Linda, I'm going to notify them about this. All right, what do you say? Hey, fellas. I rush over to the bathroom thinking there's danger. And just shouting them and ah! All right. Nimrod, roll for sanity. Which one, which one am I rolling? 2d10. You'll be rolling against... Your sanity as a percentile. Five and three. All right. So you rolled less than 60, so you're good. So you see all this dried blood all over the bathroom. Okay, before I say it again, Christ on a crutch. What the hell happened in here? Hey, Rusky. Hey, nah. Get in here and look at this. Put away the flask. Ah. That thing never empties. All right. So you go into the room. I begrudgingly walk away from the pipes that I'm still examining. What? What? And you turn and you see it. Roll sanity. 90-something. 90 96. So you lose a point of sanity. I immediately turn to him and punch him in the face. <laughs> ah! Why did you make me look at this? Son of a bitch, what'd you do that for? Because you called me in here for this 
shit. I'm just gonna look back and be like, you two done. I was like, something that came up with my ex-girlfriend. I'll do more blood in this room. Fuck. Fuck. You know what, next time there's a possible threat somewhere waiting to shed blood, I won't tell you about it. God damn. This is not possible threat. It's been dry. <laughs> something put it here. Probably our good friend we are investigating. <sighs> Anything. Well, shit, what are we gonna do about it? <sighs> At least be aware that it's there. But, uh, uh, never mind. Never mind. God. You could have just told me. Bathtub is full of dried blood. No need to call me in here. Go check the kitchen for a bag of sugar so I can pour it in your gas tank. Motherfucker. Oh, goddamn. Probably should look for ice for nose, too. Yeah, yeah, good idea. I stomp off to the kitchen to look for sugar and ice. You open up the fridge. It is barren. Of course it is. I slam the door shut and try the freezer. You open up the freezer? There are several bags of ice. Convenient. I grab one of the bags and put it towards my aching face. It soothes your troubled soul. Ah. <laughs> All right. I take a more extensive look around the kitchen real quick. All uh, my cabinets and drawers and stuff. You find some rather simple staples, an old bag of flour, a few baking mixes, pancake boxes, uh, a lot of cans of expired Spam. Spam expires. This guy actually. <laughs> well, I mean, now, how's about that? Pass its good date. <laughs> I can't believe this shit. Okay, well, if I haven't found anything else in the kitchen, I'm going to go ahead and rejoin the others. All right. See, so join him in the main room. Let's check out this pipe some more. Do you want to do a search? Sure. Well, for it. 20. All right. So, you can determine that. Well, first off, why are there pipes in a bathroom inside if there's an outhouse? The second thing you determine these pipes led somewhere. Obviously, a septic tank. You did not see a septic tank around the cabin perimeter. Typically, septic tanks are buried. Mm -hmm. But you didn't see any pipes leading out. So why is here? Something is with bathroom, yes? You get the feeling you should look. In the bathroom. You should look for where the pipes should lead. Alright, I'm gonna start doing that. <laughs> Alright, you go outside of the building, and you look to see if you can find any sign of where the pipes were on the exterior of the building. Mm -hmm. Roll another search. 38. You eventually discover that you look around outside, passing the shed, you see that it has the doors open. And you see an assortment of tools inside and a lot, maybe almost 21 gallon gasoline tanks. Oh, we don't need to bring on supply. This is good. <laughs> and you see about 10 yards away from the house, near the edge of the woods, you see a hatch spotted in a shallow pit, not buried. As one would expect. Go with the most of the Okay, walk out of the bathroom and go see what the hell's up with him. I follow. Looks like me some Bowman was gopher. Oh, big guy see. Yeah? Yeah, it's a hatch. He also has lots of gasoline. <laughs> well, that'll come in handy later on. He's what I said. Did you know? Alright. Who's gonna go out there and check the hatch? I will check it. We'll just poke around a bit. Yeah, why don't you take this with you? I hand the shotgun and the two boxes of shells. Oh, oh, oh. This is good. 
So you have the shotgun? You have the shotgun and the shell. Yeah, Under your weapons tab, add. Okay. I'm just going to use his if you just want to leave it on there. Alright. If I need it. Damage shotgun. 2d10 for damage. 2d6. Medium range. 1d6. Long range. Alright. So I kind of tentatively approach the hatch. You notice that the hatch is padlocked. And there are two inspection pipes. Inspection pipes? Mm-hmm. I'm going to peer into one of those. You can't see anything. Just can I check the other one? You can't see or hear anything from them. Nothing really seems out of place. Hmm. I'm gonna turn back and yell up to them. He's padlocked shot! I'm gonna turn to yell at him. That's why I gave you the shotgun! For well, one reason. We just been blasting locks off willy-nilly now. Do you have a key? No, but do you have bolt cutters? I'm just gonna at this point turn. What's to... your intelligence? <laughs> My intelligence? <laughs> yeah, what's your intelligence score? Twelve. You remember that you have a lot of keys. Yeah. An entire key ring. Labeled. It's not point! Should not go around just unlocking random locks in place for supposed messes. Well, tough guys, you stand up there while I open, or you come down here and give me fucking backup. I just go down. I go down there at least. Okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm hosting my browning pad. So the two of you approach, cursing in uh, Belarusian at this point. You're cursing in Belarusian as the two of you approach the septic tank. I'm mildly chuckle at the Belarusian. Hmm. It seems to get colder as all three of you surround the padlocked septic tank hatch. Is it damn cold again, man? Here. I have an idea. You go get gasoline. Okay. I gotta go shoot a can of gasoline at the leisurely pace. I leave the two of them uh, leave the two of them in the hatch. Alright, so you get to you go to the shed. It takes you about a minute or two. And you see at least 20 gallon cans of gasoline. Upon inspection, they're all filled. Got a holster my browning, take one of each hand, slowly start walking back to the hatch. All right. At this point, Nova and Nuke, you hear a sound coming from within the hatch. It's faint. No, I fucking know. <laughs> Opening would have been a bad idea. Something would have come out. <clears throat> It's coming out of the sound. Oh. You hear a woman's voice. I don't fucking like that. <laughs> Is someone out there? Help! No one leaves down in septic tank. Something's not right about this. Oh my god, help me! He trapped in here! But he did for a good reason, too. I ask, what the hell's all the commotion up there as I start to approach with the guy? We just, we just stay silent, and I'm going to stay silent and hope he just hears the, the incessant pleas for help. Yeah, as you get closer, you start to hear faintly from the inspection pipes a woman begging for help. I'm just going to look, look at him. Just give him that knowing look. Give me gas. Give me gas now. What? What are you going to do? Uh, I don't even answer him. I just turn around and start dumping it down the inspection pipe. <laughs> you just start hearing screaming. <laughs> Like whales. Like, is it, does it still sound like a Yeah, it person? still sounds like a woman. You're gonna interject. I'm gonna take what's left of that gas in the gas can away from him. Ask him, what the hell do you think you're doing? That is not person who survives in septic tank with dead men. I don't want to die! You are not human! What the hell is the closer to You just hear sobbing <laughs> and screaming. Like a mix jumping between the two. I don't like uh, this. I don't like this at all. All right, look. Give me the keys. 
That is stupid idea. This is stupid idea. You tell foxes to him. <laughs> That's why you let me unlock the hatch. I can see where you're coming from, but as far as I'm concerned, no matter who or what's on the other side of that, we can't risk it regardless. Look, the old man sent us out here to clean up a mess. We're going to clean it up. Watch it or shoot it first, I think is immaterial. If there's a chance, somebody abducted a young lady, dragged her out here, and locked her in a septic tank, I think we ought to find out. As far as I'm concerned, she's aware of our presence here, and I don't think we can leave with her still being alive. Fine. Unless we take her back to Xerox. I'm going to lean up to the... Yo, who are you? My name is Marlene! Hang on a sec, before we kill anybody, I want some goddamn answers. You are Bowman's wife, correct? Fight threw me down here! How long have you been down there? I've been down here for at least three weeks. Okay, then how have you survived for three weeks? He's been throwing food down here. Every time I try to climb up, he's kicked me down. Why did he do this to you? I don't know, he's lost his mind! Why? The found book, yes? Yes. What does book say? Book says she had leukemia. No, you find book in locker, yes? Yes. What does book say? I haven't read it yet. <laughs> oh, okay. Do I still have the book? Yes, the dissertation. Ah, yes, the dissertation. Okay. So I'm going to pull out the dissertation and skim through it to find out what the hell the Belarusian's talking about. All right. It's an annotated copy of the doctoral dissertation, Sky Devils, Archetypical Figures in Native American Mythology by Karen Barr. It was rejected, you can see that it's been rejected by the University of Indiana, Bloomington, in 1985. It's just talking about demons in Native American mythology. So what does this book have to do with this voice coming out of this septic tank? Even possibly something. Leave it for us. Try to deliver a message. Please! I, I haven't eaten in days. You just said he was throwing down scraps of food. When did you last eat? Ha, gotcha, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, you hear this unholy scream. All of you roll for sanity. Call it. I fucking call it. <laughs> I'm, I'm totally taking credit for calling her under bullshit. So what number am I rolling against here? 65 or 43? 43. Well, then I fail. Fail? Yeah. Here I go. 4. 44. And 44. Against 60. So did you roll under? 44 against 60. You succeed. You fail. And roll 63 versus 45. Seth, you also succeeded. Woo! So... Pull yourself together, man! So, so the two of you... Managed to hold it together. Then, Agent Nuke needs to roll 1d6. Four. Four? Mm -hmm. You lose four points of sanity. Also, keep track. What's your breaking point? Um, 33. 33? Yeah. Are you still above 33? Yeah, not by much. All right. With this, though, Nuke is going to light a match and drop it down the fucking pipe where he's been pouring the gasoline. <laughs> All right. You drop that down and you just hear unholy screaming as the septic tank burns. The smoke starts pouring from whatever gaps it can come through. We'll start backing off slowly, but... He, he already poured gasoline down it, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna look at Nuke and just be like, give me your lighter. I already dropped the match down. <laughs> oh, never mind then. I thought, I thought the smoke was coming from whatever the fuck's down there. 
I'm just gonna look at these guys. We need to leave. Not before burning down the rest of these bullshit. It's fine. Wait, we need to wait, get out of here. Wait, I still want some answers. Are you kidding me? He's on fire! <laughs> yeah, you guys, like, this is all happening while the screaming, which is just, it almost turns monstrous and almost masculine sounding. All right, here's what we're gonna do. Nova, you come with me. Rusky, I want you to take this other can of gas, just start throwing it around the damn cabin. Not the fucking trunk in the main room. Nova, there's some stuff in there I want you to help me grab. Burn this motherfucker, I need a nice big bonfire! <laughs> We're gonna go grab those reels of tape. Alright, you guys are going for the wheels of tape while you are I'm dousing everything <laughs> else in in gasoline. Last of the Mohicans. Last of the Mohicans. Sorry. Alright, so you and Nova approach and start pulling out the tapes that are clearly marked with FBI evidence. How many of them are there? About I would say about five metal canister reel reel tapes. Yeah, Nova. You take three, I'll take two, throw them in the back of my car, let the Rusky set the place on fire, let's get the hell out of here. I do as he instructs. Right. If I come across them, like, you're almost done, almost done. <laughs> almost done. <laughs> All right, you managed, uh, the two of you start loading the car with the reels, reel tapes. As you finish pouring the gasoline, the screaming has subsided. Has it? Yes. <laughs> Stop. Finish up here. I'm gonna grab the shotgun and start um, steadily. I'm gonna grab another gas can too and start steadily walking towards the, the septic tank. tank. Yeah. All right. Kind of becoming more cautious as I get closer. The fuck are you doing, man? Get back here. You need to make fucking sure. <laughs> you get about five feet away from it and you start hearing. <laughs> Let's start. He's saying the septic tank doors start to bend. <laughs> Pull him up around. <laughs> I'm gonna get get up. Fucking get down here! <laughs> I'm dumping gas in. I start sprinting towards I start sprinting towards the hatch with my browning guy. How how much gas have I gotten through by now? Since I started pouring as soon as I started. You've managed to pour out the whole thing. Another fucking max. <laughs> as the as the septic tank hatch goes launching into the air, as flames start pouring out and smoke, you don't see anything. <laughs> I put my gun at the entrance. <laughs> Are you still running towards him, Nimrod? Yes, browning out. I'm All right. following after. Alright, Nova's coming up from the uh, north. Fucking told you! have done that. You hear a deep voice stay. Back to fucking, fucking back! <laughs> As you turn around, you come face to face with this haggled, emaciated, gray corpse with glowing green eyes of Marlene standing behind the two of you. I'm going to hit fire the shotgun directly into her torso. <laughs> All right. This time you guys stay dead, bitch. <laughs> All right, roll the hit. That would be, uh, what? Actually, let me see something here. What's your dex? My dex? It is 12. 12? What's your dex? 11. That which was Marlene goes to, swings its, its one of its arms at you. That is a success. One D three. That's a D six divided by two. Right. The cube. <laughs> so that's a one. So you get hit and struck for three points of damage. That's from your HP. All right, I'm still going to fire. <laughs> you get flung back. There's armor piercing damage 
to it. So you it goes with enough force that it flings you off your feet. Right. You go back like a yard. Point it in with the shotgun. I still fucking have it. Alright, who has the highest dex next? Next after him? After that which was Marlene. I'm I'm at a twelve. Okay. You see what I've got? I have an eleven. Alright, so you're next. So you're going to shoot? Yeah, I'm going to shoot her. <laughs> Alright, you're at Medium range. The yard of the shotgun, are you sure? <laughs> Alright, you want to consider it close range? We'll go close. I would say. Like, because a yard is, a yard's really close. A football field, you just face out five yards. So, Alright, fair enough. So that's, uh... Firearms. Roll for firearms. Two. Oh, firearms. Do I get any mulligans at all? Nah, <laughs> Ever? No. Like, destiny point type things? Not in the rules as written. When I, when I run my campaign in the altered setting, I'll incorporate some kind of well, style points. I failed to hit. You shoot and you fail to hit. By what margin? I rolled a 96. My, my skill is a 60. All right. That's a crit failure. You're next in turn. Mm-hmm. Roll a dodge. D6. Two. Or no, roll to dodge on um, your uh, 1D10. Twice. Use your dodge skill. It's, uh, what is it? Six. Six? Yeah. Because you're standing right next to Marlene, you see him go to shoot. And a two. So what was the total? 62. 62? What's your dodge? Unless he has a bonus, it's 30. 30. Roll the damage. On D6, or? Uh, let's, let's, let's say it's a graze, so roll long range damage. Or long range damage. You want to max the roll. D6. Oh, you want him to roll for it? No, what I mean is not the roll to hit. Yeah, roll the 1d6. Okay. Two. You get grazed by a shot in the leg. You bastard! Get out of me! You take two points of damage. Didn't he also get knocked back, though? No, that was just you. No. Oh, there we go. Okay. Yeah. Should be in form nine. Uh, you need pencils. Yeah. By the way, we have any um, clues on how to fight this thing from that dissertation that he's read? No. <coughs> All right, so I'm down to ten. <clears throat> Do I get to attack? Yes, I'm going to give you the opportunity to attack. All right. Which isn't rules as written, but I'm giving you the opportunity to attack. The GM speaks. I am going to. I'm going to go for headshots. Okay. What range am I at? You're at close range. I'm gonna go for headshots. It twists unnaturally at it, at its tor- where its torso meets its limbs, <laughs> like almost like a bent L shape towards you. I'm gonna go for a grunge shot then. Oh, one need This thing pretty charred by now too. Yeah, <laughs> you can tell that it's charred. Well, whatever you roll next doesn't matter. He rolled a zero for the first number. <laughs> zero zero. Roll damage. Zero zero. Three. Three. You shoot it, and it hits, and it kind of jerks. Okay, the pencil. So three points of damage. All right. Nova. So can I attack? Yep. You want to shoot? Uh, yeah. I'm going to aim, like, dead center mass and just shoot. All right. 98. You miss, but it goes, but it goes wide. Yep. If I get hit with his bullet, I'm kicking both their asses. <laughs> Next turn, that which was Marlene, it plops itself down and crawls towards you very quickly. Ready? Mm-hmm. Roll for sanity while I roll for this attack. 39. Pretty sure you made that. It goes for a bite and you roll out of the way. You you receive no sanity damage. It's me now? Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm on my feet and I've already pumped. You, you, you lose one sanity, actually, based on this particular table. You're next. So I get up. Pump the shotgun. Settle the shotgun! Switch over to different. 
Well, at least it wasn't a critical miss. You miss? Yeah. All right. You shoot and it goes wide. It turns to look at you. All right, Nova, you're up. Do the same thing I did last time. Going to shoot? Yep. All right. It goes wide. God damn it. Hammer's fucking you on your marching shit. <laughs> that which Mar- which was Marlene's turn. I'm getting attacked this turn. Did we skip you and went straight to Nova? Uh, I did roll out of the way, so I mean, I didn't. You did that. Like, my apologies. Let me give you your turn back. Sorry about that. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, and again. Zero. God, this is my night for killing. Six. Oh, wait. Nine. Zero, nine. Roll the damage. Two. God. Doing great on those hit rolls, not so good on the damage ones. All right. And now it's that which was Marlene's turn. This could be advantageous. She just turned towards you and I just shot her probably in the ass or something. <laughs> so now she's going to turn towards me. If you miss with the shotgun now. <laughs> All right. Let's see what the dice doing. are not kind to me tonight. All right. You're going to shoot? It's, it's Marlene's turn. Oh. Oh, yeah, it is. I bet. It leaps to strike you and it fumbles and rolls on the ground right. and pulls itself up and goes, All right, I'm going to take the advantage of the fact that it's pretty close to me now. Put this face of the barrel gun barrel basically up to its head. Close range. <laughs> roll to hit with advantage. Oh, so I get to re- I roll two and take the highs? That is not, that is not rules written, but go ahead. Miss on both. You go to shoot and it rolls out of the way. It's now your turn, Nimrod. Nothing's rolling good when I need it to. Uh, I still at, am I still at medium range? Or I'm at medium range? Yes. Okay. One. Nine or er, sixteen. Alright. Roll for damage. For one. This is a cursed game, but like he's consistently Nova. rolling and sucking at the same time. I'm really just gonna keep doing what I'm doing. I can't really imagine what else to do. Alright. What's your intelligence? I? No, uh Nimrod. Thirteen. Thirteen? Mm-hmm. Wait till your next turn. And then Rob, you or Nova, you roll to shoot. You need to try different dice to go. And again, you shoot and it goes wide. Just gonna I'm going to end character let an audible fuck! <laughs> it leeches out a massive whale like a banshee whale. Everyone roll sanity. You're killing me, smalls. So I can't, I, I can't really beat you. I fail again. Got eight, four. No, 51. You pass? No. You fail? Roll one D8. He ate. Bye, guys. Eight? Yeah, I, I, I passed my breaking point. Oh, shit. Do you want to use a bond? Yeah, sure. Wait, how many points did you lose? Eight. So I'm, my breaking point's 33. All right, so you hit your breaking point. Um, I, I hit 31. So you hit your breaking point. You also do you wanna do you want to damage a bond? Sure. Roll one D four. I maxed it out again. <laughs> four? Yeah. How many uh willpower points do you have? Eleven. Eleven? Mm-hmm. Reduce uh reduce eleven by four. And instead of eight, you lose four sanity points. Alright. You gain a long term make a note that you've gained a new disorder and that it came from the unnatural and your breaking point is your agent's current sanity minus your power so my current would be 35 minus my power which is 11 22. so now your breaking point is 22. my current sanity minus that so 24. okay so 24. yeah 
All right, your new breaking point is 24. All right, whose turn was it again? Mine. All right, what do you do? Uh, didn't we all roll for sanity? Oh, yes, my I apologies. Fail. I fail. 84. You fail? 84? Mm-hmm. Roll 1d8. Seven. Seven. Mm-hmm. All right. So you lose. You can either choose to lose seven points of sanity, or you can choose to take it against a bond. By the way, reduce one of your bonds by uh, reduce it by four. Reduce the bond you choose to destroy by four. I could. Uh, I can reduce a bond by what? What did you roll on, on the d four? I mean, one d eight. No, you roll one d four for for this. Oh. Uh, I wasn't supposed to roll a 1d8? No. Uh, okay, who's got a 1d4? Do the triangle there. Yep, roll that. Four. Four. Reduce uh, four uh, willpower points, WP. Now she has to take some damage from getting burned alive. At least I would hope so. So, you reduce your willpower by that? Mm-hmm. Reduce your sanity. Reduce your bond. Uh, reduce the bond you choose to uh, to suffer by four points. Mm-hmm. Now, reduce your sanity. Reduce it by four. So four points of sanity loss. Then Nova. Actually, I already reduced Nova. There we go. All right. So, Nuke, it's your turn. All right. Um. Roll up the table, by the way. Mm-hmm. Roll, try to roll up. We'll try and shoot it again. All right. Probably miss again. Too soon. I hit. All right. What's the, uh, roll the damage. Um, that's 2d6, right? Eight points of damage. Ooh. Eight points of damage. I am cursing violently now as I'm shooting. <laughs> you take a blast and her chest just bursts open. And she stumbles back and then <laughs> leans forward. And there's just like black nastiness coming down from that, uh, from a mangled jaw. <laughs> and it's just screaming out violently again. I'm screaming back. <laughs> <laughs> Nimrod, it's up to you. Okay. Four. Four. 44. Hey, wasn't he supposed to get something for his intelligence score? By the way, you realize that there's still plenty of gasoline. How far am I from the gasoline? From here? I still have a whole other can that I didn't pour down. How far was the septic tank again? We kind of started at the septic tank and we just been getting knocked around. Yeah, we were at the hatch. And you only knocked us back a yard, so we're still really close. It's about eight yards away. Okay. Okay, kind of holster my browning. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna make a mad dash for the gas. You're gonna make a mad dash for the gas? Yeah. And I am going to grab it, start heading her way while she's focused on him. All right, I'm sure. that's gonna take up your turn. All right. All right, Nova. I see him make this mad dash, yeah? Yes. Do I have anything else on me? I wanna think about this. Uh, let's see, what do I have? I have, what kind of gear would I have on me? Uh, right now, you have your flashlight, your handgun, and ammo, um, fake credentials, <clears throat> and uh, did you take the items underneath the suit? I believe I did. That was, that was me. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, uh, I got it. it was him. 
<clears throat> to gas grenades? Yes. Okay, you have those still. Alright. Alright. No. Yeah, you don't have anything particularly weaponized. I'm gonna I'm gonna since I realize what I'm assuming I figure out what he's going to do. What I wanna do is is I want to take my flashlight and be like, hey, hey, over here, and like start moving in the opposite <laughs> start moving in the opposite direction of him and also maybe just pop a shot off or something. So moving towards the shed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. I'm trying to draw her away from the shed. Look, you want That's where the flashlight. So you're gonna try and get her to follow towards you? Yeah, I'm going to try to take her attention off Nimrod. That's gonna take up your turn. Alright. So you uh, Agent Nova starts running towards Nimrod, who's running towards that which was Marth Marlene with the gas tank with the gas can. She is in pursuit and she is going to attempt to leap and attack Nova. Nova. Yeah, that's a success. I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die. You res- it leaps towards you and slashes you for five points of damage. Ouch. And she's just basically on top of you and she's just clawing at you and you're trying to fight against it and it's digging into you and pulling yeah. Tiny bits of your flesh. So, can I do something here? Or do I have to wait? You have to wait. Okay. Guys, help! Help! <laughs> yeah, she's on top, screaming like a banshee from left to right, just slashing and slashing at him. I'm going to sprint at her. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try to shove her towards the burning septic tank. You're trying. To <laughs> I'm assuming it's, it's still on fire, right? Yes, but now it's it's a bit of a distance away. All right. And what's closer, it or the shed? Just try to knock her off. She's kind of more or less in between the two. All right. So it's to the middle? Yeah. So either way, it's going to take a while to get her. I'm going to shove her towards the fucking shed. I'm going to like fucking kick her as hard as I can. Like, like if I can bodily throw her, I'm going to do that. All right. You're going to attempt a melee. Mm-hmm. All righty. Roll for unarmed combat. Oh. <laughs> Old Navy The good news is my armed combat skill is 90%. <laughs> what was your su- succeeding number? 86. She got a 15. Down is better. Yeah. So you do not succeed. It's an opposed check. You do not succeed. She manages to toss you off of her and throw you to the ground. Fucking stupid. Nimrod. Okay. <clears throat> Gotta yell. Marlene! Catch! And looks up. I'm gonna toss the gas can to her. Mm-hmm. I'm just letting you toss it. Okay. And I'm gonna take my browning. You're gonna point it and you're gonna I'm shoot? I'm gonna point it and shoot as it is. Does she, is she reaching out to catch it or is she too smart for that? No, she's too smart for that. Okay, so as it's feet away from her, I'm gonna shoot the gas can. Roll for dis- roll with disadvantage. Okay, Ken. Roll the, um, roll per- yeah, roll the percentile. Get the first set. Zero. And then get the second and roll the, the worst. So first one's zero, two. It's a, a one, I think. Is it a seven? I think it's a seven. Four. 74. 74. What's your uh, firearms? 20. All right. You aim to shoot. It goes wide, but the gas can hits her in the face and stuns <laughs> her for one round. Sweet. All right. Nova, pop a shot off the gas can before you bleed to death. Yeah, I'm just going to right. lean over and just pop a shot off, like he said. Is he going to roll the shoot? I think you're currently on your back, so. You miss. Fuck. All right. But she is stunned for a turn. 
So I get up, I grab Nova, kind of shove him backwards, then I'm going to take his shotgun and point blank shoot at this fucking gas can. At point blank? Point blank just means it's where the bullets don't fall off. All right. <laughs> That's the actual roll definition of point blank. hit? I'll put you out of your car. <laughs> Thank God. All right, 59, I hit. <laughs> <laughs> As the gas can just erupts and she just burns, <laughs> screaming and screaming and screaming, and it almost seems to go on forever. And Shut the fuck up! <laughs> can I interrupt her and shoot her in the face while she's screaming? <laughs> yeah, you shoot, and it just manages to stop the body from flailing on the ground in flames and just slowly burns. Even though there's a flame, it's oddly cold. There's something weird about that cold. And the body goes limp. It just burns and burns and burns. Marlene is laid to rest. <sighs> I'm gonna get back to the car. You set the cabin on fire. All three of you are bleeding, by the way. <laughs> well, does he help me up? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so wait, before, as he's as he helping me, I'm gonna say, wait a minute, and I'm gonna kind of like just lean around towards where her body is. I'm just gonna fire a few more shots. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch. I am first going to bandage myself up, and then take chugging from my flask. Walk over, light a match, set the fucking cabin on fire. All right. You set the cabin on fire, and it just starts burning and burning. As we walk back to our cars, I comment. You guys believe Bowman had to fuck that woman? <laughs> I believe she should have burned in fucking septic tank. I fucking told you. <laughs> you know what I don't get? Obviously, she was able to bust out of that thing. She's gonna be like, guys, shut up. <laughs> Wait until we get back to the car, I guess. Why is it still fucking cold? <sighs> the cold has lifted. Hmm. Started. Stop fucking making deals with fucking devils. <laughs> what do you say we, uh... What is fucking sky devil anyway? What fucked up shit is in your country? I don't know. I, I want to go over this dissertation some more, but also, I need to get my hands on a projector. What do you say? You get us some vodka, I'll get us a hotel room, and we can work on the projector by tomorrow. That'll give us an entire day to watch these films. I fucking vodka. Only fucking vodka. I will bring a, I will bring a shitty looking man, and he will help carry. He's terrible, no. Well, Nova's not in, not in any shape to go grocery shopping there, Rusty. So how about I get a hotel room, we patch him up and let him rest for the night, you grab the booze, and tomorrow you help me look for a projector. Instead of uh, relying on the guy who's at death's door. I'm going to look at you, spit up blood on the ground at your feet and storm off. <laughs> well, you think you can spit more blood than me tonight? <laughs> look. We're the only two ones that can even stand up right now. Walk away. I, I, I don't think you realize how much damage I actually took in that fight. I'm almost below half health. <laughs> yeah, Look, how much damage did I sustain, Dakota? You shot me. You shot, shot me. me. 13, you're at 8. Okay. Oh, you're actually in more shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's why he's so pissed. How the hell is he at 8? She's on top of him clawing him, and you just got knocked back a few yards. Probably broke a few ribs, maybe punctured a lung. You were healthy enough to scream, man. <laughs> Okay, look. Well, it's also based on the dice roll for damage, too. I'm going to put both of you sissies up in a hotel. I'm going to go grab the booze. I'm, I'm already in the car. I've already peeled out. I'm getting the vodka. <laughs> okay. 
I guess we'll see him or we won't, and maybe he'll have vodka. Uh, all right, come on, Noble, let's get you in a car. Do I have any bandages in the car? Like, do I carry a first aid kit? Yeah, you have a first aid kit. Okay, I am going to apply first aid. You're going to apply first aid. You can pull that up. All right, uh, roll percentage for first aid. It's a nine. 93. I can't put on a fucking band-aid. That's terrific. No, you managed to, to bandage him up and everything, but his wounds are a bit more severe than the first aid kit can assist with. Well, since he's got his fake credentials, I guess I'll drop him off at the hospital. Rendezvous with... Uh... You did, however, stop the bleeding. Terrific. Uh, I'm still going to drop him off at the hospital. Okay. Using his fake credentials. Get him in. Okay. Okay. Are we still going by turn, or is that just in combat? No, that's just in combat. Okay. Um, I tell him to get some sleep. Wish uh, no, we get some sleep. Uh, all right, uh, you get some sleep. I'm gonna be back in the morning to check on you. All right, pal. Yeah. Whatever. So you take him to the hospital. Uh, yeah, take him to the hospital. All right, you take him to the ER. They take him in. They have you fill out some paperwork. They ask your name. They ask right. you what happened. <laughs> oh. Oh, did you tell us where we're? No. Okay. So you just say you gave them an alias, and now you have to make up a story, though. Okay. Um, I can't buy a wild animal. Listen, I'm at the hospital, not you. Um, I tell them I'm Hubert Cumberdale. Hubert Cumberdale. Um, I was, uh, I'm a traveling salesman, and I came across this guy as a coyote was attacking him. Uh, Miles after I drove past his broken down car. Roll for persuasion. That wasn't my roll. Three. Eight. What's your persuasion? Persuasion is... It's an alphabetical word. 20. The doctor eyes you oddly. Is something wrong with your eye, doc? And tells you to wait in the, uh, wait in the emergency room while they take and assist your friend. Yeah. After they walk away, so do I. Oh, so you just bam. Jesus. When I say that, I said I slip away. Like, okay, who are you to tell me what to do? Because by tomorrow, they're not going to see me ever again. Okay. And if the agent, and if Delta Green wants to whack Nova, hey, I did my best for him. Fair enough. Uh, I'm not going to head to uh, the uh, chief motel in town, get a room, and hope to rush, hope to Belarus knows to look for me there. I show up with six bottles of cheap vodka. All right. Look around. Where is Nova? Uh, Nova's at County Hospital. Any trouble? Maybe, maybe. Doc didn't really seem to be buying my story. <clears throat> Apparently, I don't make much of a traveling salesman. Anyways, um, hopefully he's well enough to check out on his own. At least before a company may get to him, if you know what I mean. Now, you and I, we got some work to do tomorrow. You see anywhere in town, we might be able to get a projector. I did not look for the projector tonight. It is dark. Why am I not surprised? All right, I'm gonna get up right and early and look myself. You'll most likely still be asleep. <laughs> Toss a bottle of vodka and fucking drink. And I catch it and take a drink. Alrighty. And that ends tonight's episode of Last Things Last. Dun, dun, dun. Alrighty then. Alright. That was fun and horrifying. And it isn't over yet. <laughs> we'll see you in the next. Goodbye.